Welcome to Wednesday night's Memory Lane on the Amber Shows. This was the Intruders. I want to know your name. 1973. Who remembers slow dancing? These were slow dancing music. They don't slow dance no more. Everybody just twerks. You don't get to feel like holding his hand. Um, You both are in sync on a slow, rhythmic dance. He can whisper in your ear while you're dancing. He's holding you around your waist. You're feeling his body. He's feeling yours. Sometimes you feel more than just one part of his body, arms and legs. You feel another leg. You know how boys used to get excited. <laughs> and it's just so romantic. You know, you think back, you know, he wants, this is a guy who wants to know your name. You know, not everybody's name. He wants to know your name. The Intruders were one of the best R&B groups out. The crispness of his voice. Jazzy old bay. That's that fly shit. <laughs> so, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about the Intruders. They're an American soul music group, and they were very popular in the 60s and the 70s. Uh, they were one of the first groups to have hit songs under the direction of Kenny Gamble, Gam- uh, Kenny Gamble, I mean, and Leon Huff. They were a major influence on the development of Philadelphia soul. The Intruders are also noted for having 24 R&B chart hits.
remember Cowboys to Girls? I remember the first time I heard Cowboys to Girls. I was in the back seat of the car. My mother, my father was driving. My mother was up front. We were going to uh, visit uh, my god sister and my godparents. It was on a Sunday. And I might have been maybe about, I don't know, I was still playing with Barbie dolls. But uh, I was always falling in love. I'm a Libra. I, lo- I was in love with, you know, Elvis Presley and um, a lot of a lot of uh, Paul Anka, <laughs> the white boys. <laughs> I was in love with the black ones too. Um, but I remember when this came on, and I was like, oh wow, it was just cowboys to girls. Remember that, that the words to that song? We have to play that. That was Sam, little Sonny Brown, Phil, Terry, Eugene, they call him Bird, Daughtry, and Robert, they call him Big, and Sonny Edwards, the insurers. This is Dewey Diddy by Zepp and Roger. This was 1982. To be honest, I'm not really familiar with um, this group. I don't really remember them. Zap and Roger. Now it's more into love songs and things like that. Um, except if it was Earth, Wind, and Fire or War. But uh, he's playing the hell out this harmonica, though. Sound like maybe is that Stevie Wonder playing the harmonica? Remember the uh, dance, the walk? I used to could do the walk. Maybe this is uh, what this is about, and I forgot it. So everybody remember the walk? You took your arms and you and, and you and you like um, have your arms um, folded, like not over across one another, but up. And you 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 do your arms back and forth, like down and up, down and up to the walk, and you kind of like have to do your neck and the rest of your body. I used to love the walk, do the walk. So, we can talk a little bit about some entertainment that's going on. Bruce Willis, he should um, be really um, embarrassed with himself. He uh, actually was uh, kicked out of a, um, a pharmacy because he refused to wear his mask. What's up with Bruce Willis? What's up with that? What is he, crazy? Um... He said his decision not to wear a face mask at a pharmacy in L.A. on the weekend was an error of judgment. Yeah, because like, like I don't know how many people got on his social media and told him he must be out of his mind. The 64-year-old diehard actor was photographed leaving a Rite Aid store. And according to a report on page six, he was asked to leave the premises after he refused to wear the mask. Now he's calling it an error in judgment and telling people to be safe out there. I had coronavirus, so... I'm very offended. I'm very offended. You have to wear a mask. 
coronavirus is not a hoax, people. It's real. Actually, in Los Angeles, it's so bad right now that um, one lady was saying, was reported to have uh, been uh, mauled um, by a dog um, and had very serious injuries. And uh, she was in the emergency room for eight hours. She went by uh, ambulance, um, but they couldn't uh, accommodate her because there are no rooms, there are no doctors. Everyone is overwhelmed uh, because of coronavirus patients. And um, she had to end up going to another hospital to try and get admitted, and she's got extensive injuries that are life, not life-threatening, but lifelong pain. Um, so it's bad. It's really bad. Wear a mask, people. That doesn't make any sense. Betty White, we all love Betty White. Betty White will be 99 years old soon. Betty is holding on. She is holding on. Now, I used to love this record. Love Roller Coaster. The Ohio Players. 1975. Honey. The um, Ohio Players and uh, the group War and Earth, Wind and Fire, you know, those were all like, oh, I, they, they are legend bands, iconic. But I was trying to tell you, um, Betty White, she's been joking about how she'll be celebrating her 99th birthday. Uh, she's looking forward to it because she's still, she's still in pretty good health. Um, but she said ahead of her 99th birthday on Sunday, January 17th. The TV icon, she said that she plans on celebrating her big day. She's going to run a mile like she does each morning. Uh, And she said that has curtailed, um, you know, since COVID. Same thing with me because I I walk three to five miles daily and it has curtailed as well. But uh, she said she's working on getting the pet set re-released and she's feeding two ducks who come to visit her every day. You know, she's a big proponent of animals. Uh, she loves animals, and uh, she has many, has, you know, um, she has donated to many, many charities and organizations in saving animals. Um, so if you didn't know that, um, she, she loves them. And the pet set, um, she hosted back in the 1970s in which she would invite famous friends onto the show along with their pets. So along with the household pets, Betty would also talk with wildlife experts to learn more about animals like tigers and elephants and gorillas and kangaroos and eagles. So the pet set will soon be re-released on DVD. I don't know who buys DVDs. Or streaming services starting on February 23rd in honor to commemorate um the show's 50th anniversary and her 99th birthday coming up.
A little bit about the Ohio players that's playing. They were an American funk band. Um, they were very popular in the 70s. They're best known for the songs like Fine and this one that's playing, Love Roller Coaster, as well as for erotic album covers. Uh, I don't know if you remember the album cover to This Honey, where it was a, a naked, beautiful black girl, Afro, and uh, she was pouring honey like down onto her body. Uh, so the members with Ohio players were Leroy Bonner, Marshall Rock Jones, Billy Beck, Ralph Middlebrooks, and Clarence Satchel. Um, I don't know where they are now or what they're up to, but they are iconic and they are legends. So they officially disbanded uh, with some members continuing to write and perform music on their own. Uh, then in 1983, uh, Leroy Sugarfoot, he, he died, by the way. Uh, Bonner, he led, he led the, uh, the singing for the original band. Uh, the original band was called Diamond, and other former members, uh, they came to discuss uh, putting the band back together in 2018. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think that has happened. There, let's see. There, Marshall Rock Jones... Uh, he was one of the original Ohio players. Uh, he died in 2016. And the last surviving member from the Ohio Untouchables lineup died of cancer in Houston, Texas at age 75. Walter Juni Morrison uh, died in 2017 at the age of 62. Sean Dedrick died on uh, May 2nd, 2018. He was 55 following an illness in, um, in Ohio. So I guess they're all gone. Rest in peace, your music will live on and on. Listening to Summer, and I was just talking about War. This was my favorite band. instruments they had in this band. I mean, it was phenomenal. It had like, the war, they had like a flavor, a musical flavor of African and Spanish, like Brazilian and Cuban and, you know, you can, in uh, Haitian and um, Philippine, you know, you get like this feeling where you can have um, warm, warm weather, uh, beautiful fabrics, a slight wind, some sand, some ocean, moonlit uh, sky, you know, this is what this gives you. And of course, the track is summer.
faithfully with the vaccines rolling out and people if they'll do what they're supposed to do and wear masks and distance and wash their hands faithfully this summer we'll be able to at least be out and feel more confident uh, with not getting sick and um, we'll be able to maybe you know mingle somewhat with our loved ones and not worry about getting them sick or yourself sick. So this song is very appropriate for this summer. Uh, War is an American funk rock band. They were from Long Beach, California, and they were known for many of their hit songs. They were formed in 1969. So it's a musical crossover band. It fuses elements of rock and funk and jazz and Latin rhythm and blues and reggae. Everything that I said, that's what it, it, it exudes. Um, where are they now? On well, a nutshell, due to lawsuits, counter lawsuits and disagreements about royalties and publishing, the band name and song rights, many involving the band, many involving the band, the manager, the producer, the, um, they had a lot of people in the background. Everybody was fighting with one another. Uh, and they, of course, they all broke up and, and I don't think any of them are, are friends at all anymore. Needle in a Haystack. This is um, the Velvet, the Velvets, Velvetas. Because let me say, we had the Marvelettes and the Velvetettes. That's who they were. That's how you pronounce it. 1964. Uh, they're a Motown group as well. That's my home, my home girls. I know what happened to them. Remember Needle in a Haystack? This is it. Needle in a Haystack. I was a kid, but I liked it. And, and you know, uh, these were our songs in Detroit. You know, these were our songs. So no matter what, it's from the time you come out the womb in Detroit, back during the Motown days, you know, you know the songs. You know the artists, you know the songs. The um, Velvetettes were an American singing girl group and they signed to Motown in the 60s. Their biggest chart success occurred in 1964 when Norman Whitfield produced The Needle in the Haystack, which is what you're listening to right now. I knew Norman and uh, his, one of his baby moms, we were very, very close. Uh, they had a daughter together and the daughter has since passed. Norman has passed too. Hell of a hell of a writer. Hell of a writer. Wrote most of the many of the Motown songs. And this is one of them. You better play I can get. Or you're gonna regret. 
That was Sandra Tilly, Carolyn Gill, and Annette McMillian from my home, Detroit, Michigan. Who doesn't know who this is? This when you start asking people their signs. <laughs> this is Float On. The Floaters. 1977. They're originally from Detroit, Michigan. Not bragging, I mean, I'm just saying. Let me they came out of the um, Sojourner Truth housing projects in Detroit. We only had like two projects in all Detroit. They formed a group in 1976. And this came out in 1977. A woman who carries herself like Miss Universe. I love this song so much. One of the groups our members has uh, recently passed away, January 10th, 2019, and that was Larry Cunningham, who's singing right now. He passed away after a long illness. He was 67 years old. That's when you would ask, uh, when, when asking someone their sign was real popular. Take my hand to love me. How sweet it could be. What was your favorite um, sign for a spot for a boyfriend or a girlfriend? I remember Libras were really romantic. Gemini's sexual, Aries, strong, determined, Cancers. Don't mess with them Cancers. Now don't get them mad at you. Don't make them jealous. No, OJ is a cancer. It's 
Scorpios love women. Women love them. Float on the floaters. I was just naming my favorite signs for boyfriends back then. If I didn't say your favorite sign, I didn't know about them. Sorry. I'm kind of giving you like a Motown night. This is Eddie Kendricks. This was 1974. And this is also uh, from Motown. And the name is Shoeshine Boy. Eddie had like a, a kind of sad life in the end. You know, he had got on, uh, that's when uh, Free Basin and all that stuff was out. And he got on drugs. Him and um, David both were on drugs really heavy. So Eddie Kendricks, he's an American singer, songwriter. Uh, he's noted for his distinctive falsetto singing style. Uh, also, he co-founded the Motown singing group, The Temptations, and he was one of the lead singers. Uh, he sang with The Temptations from 1960 till 1971. And he was born uh, in 1939 in Union Springs, Alabama, and he died in 1992. He had went back home to Birmingham, Alabama. the lead singer if you know any of our Motown songs, The Way You Do The Things You Do, uh, Get Ready, Just My Imagination, Running Away With Me, and then he became a solo artist, which I loved his solo songs. Uh, he recorded several hits of his own during the 1970s, including Keep On Trucking. You remember Keep On Trucking? Yeah, Keep On Trucking was good. And um, it's death was sad. Um, in late 1991, Kendricks uh, was living back in his native Birmingham, Alabama, had left Detroit, and he underwent surgery to have one of his lungs removed. He smoked a lot, and he was hoping um, to prevent the spread of cancer that he had, and he believed the disease was caused by the 30 years of smoking that he had done. Uh, he continued to tour through the summer of 1992. He fell ill again and was hospitalized. Kendricks died of lung cancer at Baptist Medical Center in Princeton in Birmingham on October 5th, 1992 at age 52. Don't smoke cigarettes. It's a free PSA for you. Cigarettes is bad for you. You seen the commercial where the lady said her teeth were falling out and then she stopped smoking cigarettes? I didn't know it made your teeth fall out. I thought not brushing your teeth and going to the dentist make your teeth fall out. Apparently cigarettes make your teeth fall out. I don't know if I buy that. Anyway, I second that emotion. Who has the best falsetto ever? Smokey Robinson, of course my homeboy. 
came out. This came out uh, in 1967. 1967? Seems like it couldn't have been, was it? I second that emotion. 1967. Smokey's still doing it. Filthy Rich. You know, he's uh, vice president of the Motown Corporation, even though it's been sold. You know, he gets, they get him and, him and um, Barry. Him and Barry get lifetime money forever, and so will they kids and their grandkids uh, from all these songs that they wrote, produced, um, and own the rights to. Their songs, Timeless. Smokey's voice, I'd say the closest person I think that's close to Smokey's voice in this generation is Robin Thicke. Um, but him, Eddie Kendricks, the lead singer of the uh, Dells, the, um, who else, who else had a real high voice? Uh, Oh, the singer of the Blue Notes. Yes. Real high falsetto. The Smokey just have them beat. Stone Love, The Supremes, this was 1970, and yeah, I'm giving you a Motown night. That's when that was Diane Ross. She became Diana Ross later. You know, um, Florence, well, all of them lived on my aunt. My aunt lived on Buena Vista, right? And Diana had a house on the corner of Buena Vista. Uh, uh, Mary had one on the same block. And Florence had one across the street, houses. So I would see them all the time. And I... um, with my cousin uh, Jasmine was close to T-Boy Ross, Diana's brother, 
uh, who would always be over visiting. So we all played together and hung out together. And, and then uh, T-Boy and my cousin Jasmine, they went to McKenzie High School back then. I wasn't in high school yet. So I would see uh, the Supremes all the time. Florence Ballard, um, she was so beautiful. She was really the best singer in that group. Um, she was a somewhat of a tortured soul because even though she wanted to be um, with the Supremes, she fell in love. Unfortunately, she fell in love with the chauffeur they had, and they ended up having children. And, that's how her life went, and she began to drink and everything. Florence died at a very young age. Uh, she was Florence Glendale, Glenda Chapman, and uh, she had like a deeper voice, and it was beautiful, it was smooth. Uh, she was born June 30th, she was a cancer, uh, 1943 in Detroit, and she died in 1976 in Detroit. Um, she was married to Thomas Chapman. That was uh, who she kind of like broke, left, broke from the group for. They were married from 1968 to 1976. She had a very sad, it was a sad life because she should have really gotten way more attention than what she, than what she did. She uh, ended up dying in complete poverty and Diana was, was filthy rich. Um, she sang on 16 of the top 40 singles with the group, including 10 number one hits. And then after she was removed from the Supremes in 1967, she tried an unsuccessful solo career with ABC Records before she was dropped from the label at the end of the decade. And she struggled with alcoholism and depression and poverty for three years. Uh, she was making an attempt at trying a musical comeback comeback when she died of a heart attack in February 1976. She was only 32 years old. Her death was considered by one critic as, as one of rock's greatest tragedies. She was posthumously inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a member of the Supremes in 1988. Rest in peace, Florence. We're going to end the night on Angela Bofield, 1983, I'm on your side. You guys have a good night. Stay safe. Please wear your mask. Wash your hands. Distance yourself. All essential workers, from a farmer to the grocery market, to the doctor, to the nurse, to the senior home buildings, to the people who take care of seniors, whoever is to, to, to taxi drivers, all essentials. Thank you so much. Stay safe. I'm on your side.
was a beautiful singer. She still is, I mean. <laughs> uh, it's Angela Bofield. Did you guys know she's a Latin American singer? She's a Latin American singer and songwriter. She's a New York native, my home. Bofield began her professional career in the mid-1970s. Bofield is best known for singles such as this one. Um, and this time I'll be sweeter, Angel of the Night. Uh, she is uh, still here, thank goodness. And I wish she would come out with something because her voice was just astronomical. She's from the Bronx, you guys. Good night. Thank you for coming to the Amber Shows.